Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tell Me What You Know, episode 13, lucky number 13. Lucky 13. That's right. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Michael, and my co-host, Michael, right across the table from me. Hello, Michael. What's going on? Not too much. Not too much. I, was, I had a little southern twang to that one. My North Carolina roots are coming back. Came there. right out. What's going on? Yeah. I remember... Uh, you remember freshman year of college, I called you from Valdosta one time and you told me that I sounded like uh, I was from South Georgia. Anytime I, you go deeper into the yeah. lion's den, you, you just become more Southern. I, I, I absorbed the Southern accent through osmosis from natural light, basically. At least you have, like, you got North Carolina in your blood. Right. When I came from Georgia or like from Arizona to Georgia, yeah. I started doing some stupid accent and my friends were like, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Exactly. Yeah. Well... That's neither here nor there. I think I have a pretty neutral accent. But yeah, um, another episode today. I uh, got a couple new topics for you guys. I uh, hope everybody's having a good week. We had the Mueller investigation or the uh, testimony yesterday. The Mueller investigation. I uh, could not have been more bored. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy barely said anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, not to get political, I think he did what he said he was going to do and not be part of, be, you know, completely neutral up there. Yeah. Read the fucking report if you want yeah. to know about no, stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. I yeah. agree. So, you know. I do wish he'd come out of just been been a little bit more decisive about something. Yeah. Because that's, that's sort of what I felt like. Well. That's what his job was. You know, the, the Democrats wanted him to come up there and say that, you know, kind of, uh, not bad mouth, but, but paint Trump in a certain light. The Republicans yeah. wanted him to come up there and be like, there was no collusion. But some of those guys like so. laid in to, to Mueller. And he's a lifelong FBI guy yes well one of the guys that did that was also the guy who started the obama birther thing those guys are fucking idiots <laughs> crazy people. so stupid crazy people for sure that gates guy from florida he's like a newer guy younger yeah he's a dumbass well we're, straight idiot we're not gonna go any more into this Sorry. <laughs> because this is not what it's about we're here to have a good time I'm having a good time yes uh what uh what's on tap what's what's you got going on this week it's been a busy week uh Man, work has just been kind of crazy. Yeah, well, we're but, kind of uh, over over a hump now, I think. Yeah, yeah, we are over a hump. I think. We'll one see. more app's going out, and yeah. it's an easy one. Yeah, hopefully we'll leave the office before 6 o'clock sometime yeah. next week. Yeah. Right on. Um, it's finally not super fucking hot here. Yeah. I thankfully got a little Colorado. Um, Michael's been to Colorado, been to Colorado a few like times. Three times. A few times. times. Do you have a mistress out there? Is that what's going on? I know. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was here again feeding his cats. And then I'll do that this weekend when he goes to a wedding. Oh, and the following weekend as well. And the next. Yeah. <laughs> Two different lifestyles here. One guy has nothing going on. <laughs> You're still, still taking care of cats. Taking care of cats. That's right. Um, well, you want to jump into it? Let's do it. Let's jump into it. We're going to start talking on a little bit of entertainment today, Michael. Ooh. Tell me what you know about EGOTs. Oh, are these... Are these Awards for the worst thing you that that came out during the year, or so am, I that's thinking, am I confusing a Razzie? A Razzie, right? Egots, you've won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Correct. That's it. That's what it is. Razzies uh, are great. I think we should say that for a future episode. Yeah, because yeah. There are some be great movies on that list. The Room and Freddie Got Fingered come to mind right away. Both classics, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Love both of those movies. But yes. So so an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Correct. Um, so who would have won that would have been, so the first ones to come to mind are probably Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They are not on it. They're not on uh, it. Uh, they are, they have three of four. They do not they have, they an have, an Oscar Oscar. They right. have an Oscar yet. But, uh, 
Robert Lopez, who did the music for that, uh-huh. is on the list. He's also done the music for Frozen. He's done the, the, the stuff for a lot of different things. I feel like you have to be in the musical realm to yeah. have a chance at this, yeah. right? Because it would be so hard to cross, make a movie and make music that right. would. So if you're writing sc- writing scores, composers, I feel like could be on this list. Yeah. There's a lot of names that I don't know that I probably should, but like Marvin Hamlish is on there, who was that kind of guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember Marvin Hamlish from uh, from Role Models. when uh, they, they uh, What's his name? Christopher Mintz, Plas McLovin. They say, mm-hmm. you look like a young Marvin Hamlish. Say, Who the fuck is Marvin Hamlish? <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great composer there. <laughs> uh, but yes, you got, you nailed it. You got, uh, I wanted to start just kind of talking about each award. Mm-hmm. So, and, and just kind of not, nothing too in depth, but just where their names come from really. So Emmy, do you have any idea? No. So the Emmy, I-M-M-Y was the name of the Orthicon tube that was in early cameras. And okay. so they started calling them Emmys, I guess, right? This for television, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they later feminized it to EMMY to match the statuette. Okay. So that's Emmy. Grammy uh, comes from that little instrument that's on top of the award. It's called a gramophone. I didn't know that was an instrument. Yeah. Well, instrument, no. Sorry. I it's really, a, it's a speaker, the, I guess, right? A speaker. It was a, the earliest r- way to record and play music or okay. play sounds. Yeah, yeah. We're not, okay. That makes more sense. Right. Not a. Not a it does look like a little, um, almost like a record player, but like. Correct. Yeah. Oscars? Any idea? I don't know who how, how Oscar came. So th- it's uncertain from what uh, from what I've found, but uh, an Academy librarian later turned executive producer. Her name was Margaret Herrick. She thought the statue resembled her uncle Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Dead simple. <laughs> I'm not so th- like I said, uncertain, but that's the one I'm going with for uh-huh. sure. It was Margaret Herrick's uncle Oscar. <laughs> Some guys are like well, Margaret. What do you think of this? She's like, right. oh, reminds me of Oscar. That's my right. It's my uncle Oscar. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony. Don't know. Uh, there was a lady named Antoinette Perry. Okay. Fondly known as Tony. And she started the American Theater Wing. Hmm. Uh, she was born in the 1800s and I think died in the early like 1940s. Named the award after her. Do you know which one's the oldest? Is the Tony Award the oldest? Would I mean, Emmy, obviously not. Oscar, not. Uh, I could look that up. I don't know hmm. off the top of my head. Don't. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the Tony seems like. That would be the. That well, it was the one that could have been done the earliest, yes. right? Yeah. I don't know when these awards really started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the combination of the four. Uh-huh. So there are 15 winners of this award. 15. Only 15. Uh, some notable names on there. Rita Moreno, Audrey Hepburn, Marvin Hamlish we, we named, Mel Brooks, Whoopi. Uh, Whoopi. Of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm-hmm. I think the most recent to win was John Legend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then Robert Lopez we named uh, from – he's – been with the Book of Mormon guys and that kind of thing. Yeah, right. Frozen as well. So he, I think he was responsible for Let It Go. Beautiful song. Good song. Um, but there's several people that have three out of the four. South Park guys for sure up there. They've got the Emmys with South Park. They have the Tonys with uh, Book of Mormon. They have the Grammys with the adapted soundtrack from Book of Mormon. Uh-huh. And that seems to be kind of the, the case. So – I put an asterisk next to Grammy because it's not just music. Whoopi has won for like comedy albums, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that counts as well. It's just winning a Grammy. Um, Cher's up there. She's got three out of the four. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah. as well. Which one is Cher missing? Uh, let me tell you right now. Make a little sound here. <laughs> Pull it up. Yep. It kind of seems like if you can win a Tony for a song or something, you, you'll probably pick up the Grammy. Yeah. They seem like complimentary awards. So Cher won an Oscar uh, for the film Moonstruck. She's mm-hmm. been nominated for five Grammys um, and won Best Dance Recording for her album Believe, which was in 2000, 
Do you believe in love? Yeah. love, love, love. <laughs> uh, I won an Emmy in 2003 uh, for the Outstanding Variety Music or Comedy Special category for Cher, the Farewell Tour. <laughs> and so she does not have the Oscar. Doesn't right? have the Oscar. Correct. No, I thought you said she won the Oscar. Oh, sorry. She does, not have she, a, she doesn't have the Grammy. She doesn't have a Tony, uh, which is kind of great. Yeah, sorry. Uh, my reading comprehension. Yeah. I'm still singing Believe in my head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's missing the Tony. She needs um, to get on stage. Yeah. Uh, Common, the rappers, got three out of the four. Oh, wow. Uh, Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. It's a big list of people. So, and then Scorsese's on that list as well. Um, it got me kind of thinking. So what do you think would be the hardest of the four to win? So to me, that Scorsese's doing the hardest thing. He doesn't perform himself. Right. He's only producing. So the the Grammy, I think, for him was actually for one of his, like, I want to say his first one of the first things he did was record or produce an, an album for uh, I'm going to say like it wasn't like the Grateful Dead but it was like he produced an album for somebody maybe it was like Bruce Springsteen so uh or he like produced a video album for right that, so that he might have won the Grammy for let's just go through her his resume for for what I have here yeah he won an Oscar for The Departed mm-hmm. uh he's got two Emmys one for outstanding direction for nonfiction programming for the documentary George Harrison, that, living in the that's material what I, world. That's what I could be thinking. And of. then one for outstanding directing for a drama series for Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. Good show. Yeah. Uh, he won a Grammy uh, for best music film in 2006 for his work on Bob Dylan's No Direction Home. For music Bob Dylan's. Yeah. yeah. So you can win a Grammy for film, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So so no Tony. Um, the Grammys are like the they they they're so broad. Yes. Yeah. He he did direct uh, a, a stage show in uh, what is it a, a play I guess uh, on a Broadway show uh, in '77 the act hmm. I'm not sure if it was a Broadway show but a, you know a theater a theater show, show. right um, but he has not received not even a, a nomination for Tony so yeah it seems like he's probably gonna miss out on that yeah but that's probably the hardest one to go get he would have to go direct. Uh, a Broadway play. Right. So I don't think the question is as easy as one's harder than the other. It depends on who the person is, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you're uh, a, an actor, you can get three of them easily, right? You can yeah. get stage, you can get TV, you can get film. You might not be able to get that And Grammy. basically do the same job. Like like you're, you're I mean, I'm not saying that, that you can be in a movie and that's the same as being in a play. They're very right. hard. But you're utilizing the same tools. Right. Not to say that any of them's easy, but yeah. I would think that if you're uh, in the music realm, that's your, probably your best shot, right? Yeah. Because you're doing scores for all of these things, right. essentially. So that would be probably why the majority of them have that kind of background. Yeah, your talent can be used in all four. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's hilarious and awesome that the South Park guys are, are one away. I, I mean, and, and the what fact would they that, have to do to win the Oscar? The fact that Bigger, Longer, Uncut didn't win any kind of Oscar <laughs> is, a, is a travesty. It's a sham and it's a mockery. Seriously. And <laughs> I, you could also say, I'm surprised that they didn't win something um, for like the marionettes they did in Team, Team America. America. Exactly. That, that could have easily won like a set design award. Yeah. And maybe not that like they would have won it, but you know, their, their crew that, and that, sure. yeah, that would have won. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. You got Sondheim in there, Barbara Streisand. Uh, so a lot of people are very close, but don't quite have Streisand. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I feel like uh, I think we've kind of hit on this, but like if you have if you have three, it's hard to get that fourth. It just yeah. depends on which realm you're in. Yeah. What is it with these awards thing and always having four? Why do we always have four of something? We got four majors in golf and tennis. We got four big award hmm. shows. 
four seasons, I guess. Four seasons, just them. yeah. Are they all in kind of different? Well, we have the ESPYS as well. You can throw those in there. ESPYS, <laughs> so made up. Kids' Choice Awards. But the other thing you could throw in is if you could win like a Pulitzer for rent for winning like uh, or winning uh, for writing a book or something. That right. would be pretty impressive too. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would imagine it would be uh, an autobiography or something could win yeah. easily, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no radio awards. There's not like there's any radio awards out there. I, there has to be radio awards. I don't know. I feel like uh, I've, I've been listening to Stern before, and he talks about there's no awards for this really? industry. <laughs> maybe he's just not winning them, which is crazy. I, I would imagine like he, he would win every there. award. At least once, right? Yeah. Unless the industry just hates him, which I don't think they do anymore. No, no. Full embrace. Yeah. Um, anything you want to add you or any questions it. you have? If you could win one, only one, uh-huh. which one would you choose? Hmm. I think award shows are kind of bullshit. I mean, they are, right? Totally. But yeah, I'm also vain. So right. You want the give me shower me with yeah. praise? Oh no, please! I don't. I couldn't care less. I better fucking win. Yeah, this. I want to win this. Yeah. Uh, it would probably be. Um, I I, I love musical theater. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really so. Not necessarily that I really want to win a Tony, <laughs> but I would love to be able to be like in a Broadway musical uh-huh. and like and be like. I, I think they're so freaking talented. They can it, do, it, it's so hard. They can sing and dance and act all at the same time yeah. and do it and like really well. Yeah. Um, so it would probably be that one for probably me. Probably be the Tony? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Not a lot of people know, but I'm a big fan. I didn't know that. Yeah, guy. I didn't know that. Love do it. Do you have a favorite play? Um, I don't know that I do. I mean, the most recently I've seen, I saw Book of Mormon twice recently. Um, Still haven't seen that. It's I, I, and I know. I really need to see it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I saw several a few years ago. Forty uh, Second Street, Thoroughly Modern Millie were really good. They're mm. kind of less. I guess they weren't as as high ticket as other. I've seen Lion King. Lion King was awesome. The yeah. visuals are really cool in that one. I don't know if I have a favorite. Uh, I think they're all. I saw a, a Guys and Dolls, but off Broadway, and that was really good it was as good. well. Yeah, yeah. I just think I I, I admire the, the talent. Theater that it in takes. general, like. Is, is usually pretty good. If you can go and you can get people that really care about it, it's going to be good no matter what. It's harder for me uh, in outside of musical theater, like broad, like like theater stage stage plays. Oh, like with no singing or, or... yeah. I mean, the story can be compelling and it yeah. definitely will will suck you in. Um, I enjoy, and maybe I'm just you know low rent, but I enjoy the, the music a little bit. No, more. Hey, no, I don't think so at all. Yeah, um, I've always been a big. Uh, Fan of the opera, fan. I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber's. Yeah, Le Mis, that, Yeah, I mean, stuff. It's so good. Fan of the opera is great. So good. And there's also something about connecting the story with the the song. Yep. Uh, that you, it just like takes you back there. Yep. Um, oh, I've seen awesome. uh, I've seen uh, Mamma Mia and Sound of Music in Spanish in Argentina oh, wow. before. Wow. Yeah. Were they good? Uh, they were good. I've Luckily, been... I knew both of them pretty well, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to follow along too much. But. Um, yeah, they were they were good. They were good. Nice. I just uh, got a lot of admiration for people that can get up there and and do all those things at once. Yeah, and put on a good show. And also the every re- the night. rehearsing schedule is right. insane. I mean, the I memorization if, like it, it's so much more intense. I think than than making a movie or something. I don't. So I don't know for like what the schedule is, but if you're in a show on Broadway, you're performing eight times a week. I think you're doing it yeah. once every day and twice on Sunday. Yeah. I think, and I don't know how long that stretches for, but. Do you, maybe you have like a Monday off, you think? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're doing shows, at least in New York, they're doing shows every single day. Well, I know. So I know they also have understudies. understudies right. So that may, they may take a, a night off or something. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's <clears throat> grueling, man. Yeah. Super grueling. It's crazy. I mean, if you do that for a whole year, you with, can't go anywhere. With months of rehearsal leading up to it. Oh, yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. 
yeah, it's can't crazy. get sick. Can't get sick. I don't know that they make a ton of money, but they are the uh, best of the best for sure. Like the, the ones in New York on Broadway, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, I think the they the make, Broadway make shows okay make a lot, money. and then it just falls off. I bet it's like if you're either making a lot on Broadway, you're you're not making any. Or if you're with the off Broadway troupe that travels the country, yeah, I think you, you might make okay. a decent. You're probably yeah. an understudy somewhere. You or you've had your moments on Broadway. It's as just well. you're a struggling actor. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know a ton about the industry, but I know that I like it. It's good. Yeah. Um, what would you, if you had to choose one to win? I mean, I I'd know. do the Oscars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd win an Oscar. Right. For what? For directing. <laughs> That's right. For sure. <laughs> Either directing or, I, to me though, the like I would love to write something and yeah. then and then win the director award for for what I've written. Not oh, yeah. necessarily win for like best original screenplay or something. Okay. Uh, I think directing is the bigger. Both are difficult, uh. but to me, a movie is made by the director, not by the screenwriter. Okay. Uh, like it's done in the edit room. It's done. It's done there. It's by not the choices they make. The, the paper. The, you go from paper to the movie, and I'm consuming the movie. I don't care about the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, the, act, the actors don't even matter. The no, no <laughs> the performances do, but okay. what they say doesn't necessarily matter. It's how they say it. It's okay. how they bring bring the bring to life what's in in the screenplay. Okay. And that's why I would go director. Doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, not a bad one to choose either. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that's all I got for the egots. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift this in a weirder direction for <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, but it, it incites some good conversation here. Okay. I don't. Ha- I mean, I'm not gonna go like super in depth with this because I think it's sort of a fucked up topic. Oh, great. Uh, not fucked up in a weird way, but anyways, Michael, tell me what you know about incels. Oh, okay. So they're involuntary celibates. Mm-hmm. Um, the person you told me you were making this episode for, <laughs> I can't quite connect it. But it's pretty <laughs> funny to me. Uh, so I guess they're they're a group of people. They're involuntary celibates, meaning they want a bone, but they can't. But they like, can't. Um, but they've kind of created this uh, this grouping, I guess. This posse type feel for me. I don't know. It's they they have all these, you know. Uh, Online forums and stuff like that. I feel subcultures. Like, oh, yeah, and, subcultures. They yeah. go and uh, they think. Uh, I mean, I'm painting with a broad brush here, but uh, that that females are horrible because females don't want anything to do with them. When it's probably if you just chilled out a little if bit. If you just chill, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know much about incels other than that. So the number of them, the size of the community, sort of varies between somewhere between like thousands, maybe mm. tens of thousands, okay. and then somewhere I read maybe maybe close to a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand seems really high to me. Okay. Um, just since we're on the point about size of of the community, I'd read that um, China has just. Their population is, is so large. They have just the size of the population of men mm-hmm. who outnumber women. So just yeah. there are just physically, yeah. you can't match up one to one. Okay. So you would just have you're not involuntary. You're 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 well. No, you would be yeah. involuntary, but right. like it wouldn't be. You wouldn't be like mentally disturbed. So I mean, there's there's obviously involuntary celibates that. Uh, are, like in that instance, and then there's also other ones that have more of the outward. This this seems more. Even though they say it's involuntary, mm. it feels more like a choice to me. So I was going to ask, do they are, are they referring to themselves as this? Yeah. People would be like, oh, yeah, I am an incel. Yeah. Because it seems to me it's just an insult. Like, Well, so loser. so they have <laughs> they also have what's called uh, the different words they use in their community. Okay. Fake cell is somebody who uh, says they're in celibate, 
but is you know they've actually recently gotten out of a relationship or something. That's what you like in their little communities. They've got little words and they might, you fake sell. Huh? Get out of here, you fake sell. Crazy. It, it, this it's fascinating to me that this sort of exists in this way. But I'm when I really bear down and read about it, it just it just disgusts me. It disgusts me in the sense that, and I don't mean to. Um, Make somebody who is like shy or awkward, or socially awkward, feel worse and like, you know, not included or anything. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why this this went to a, a place where I can be like I'm appalled by this is because they've had a lot of they've had several mass shootings. Yeah, that have come out of this community. Right, and that is just where I draw the line and be like, fuck you. Like yeah, that's nuts. Michael's going on another rant here. Right, but like that's when it just becomes uh, you. Not just fun and games anymore. Yeah. To me, uh, there was a, a shooting. I'm not going to name any of these guys because they don't deserve to be right. named. Uh, there was a shooting in California. Like multiple people, like six people killed. Yeah. This guy like drove his, his like a truck into a group of people. Uh, there was one in Tallahassee. This guy shot up a yoga studio. Yeah. Um, and in these communities, it kind of spawns from these sarcastic, sar- sarcastic in quotes. Um, things that they say about women, and, and you know the the jokes they make about about women, and things they would want to do, and different things, and, and they they sort of, I can't tell if it's cathartic to say these things, yeah, and they say it in, in a community where they feel there are other people like them, so they're included a little they, bit, yeah, and if that can help them in some way, you know, you you get some sense of relief, but if if it's just going to end up with you going and shooting somebody or you radicalizing somebody else to go shoot somebody else this just has to be stopped i mean this is not a healthy community right um it started back in the um started back in the 90s this actually came from a a girl alana she was Mm -hmm. from from canada um and she wanted to she, she later came out um she later figured out she was gay and she was having some problems kind of like just figuring out who she was and um, that's where where this this term came from, involuntary celibate. Uh, and she kind of created a community around it, some like an email list, and you know, and she was mostly harping on you know just the feelings of being alone and, and being um, just lonely. Yeah. Uh, and then the these in, this incel community sort of took it over, <laughs> and and the things that they say are basically yeah they're just they're they're mad at society, they're mad at the world. They don't take any – doesn't seem to take any responsibility for their own actions or that their own actions are self-perpetuating this reality that they're living in. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just it, – it's becoming more and more dangerous in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I'm a little uncomfortable just even talking about it to be honest. Yeah, exactly. No, it's sort of an awkward <laughs> discussion. Yeah. Um, a couple of ter- – so they have more terms. I'll go into a little more of the terms that they have in their society or in their little community. So the big one is – you're a Chad. Oh, that's a Chad. Yeah. And a Chad, they also call Chad a thundercock. <laughs> Basically, they'd use it as you're a sexually active male. Right. But they also include a, you're a Chad like... Because every sexually active male is just out there pounding. Well, so this is another part where I think that they have just a, a diluted sense For around sure. what is, what's going on in their community because they don't leave their computers. Right. People are not just having sex all the time. Yeah. And like any guy anywhere is not just going to go in and... and going to be uh, like David Duchovny in Californication and they meet some broad in a in a supermarket and then they, yeah, they and then they have sex in the back of the supermarket like that just doesn't happen 
uh, which in, is bullshit in because he was disrespecting Karen, and Karen is probably my all time oh. favorite uh, character in any show She's or movie great. of all time. She's great. Love Karen. Karen's awesome. Back to the incels. Um, but yeah, they they have this diluted sense around around women having sex, yeah. men having sex. They they just they 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 make up these things. I wonder if if like porn has an element of of, of making them believe this. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, these women out there exist and they're crazy and they, they're they're doing this with everybody but me because I'm skinny and I don't and I have low self esteem and I don't, you know, I think I'm ugly. Right. Um, Vice did like Vice News did a a little report with uh, this guy living in West Palm Beach. He never leaves his house. Sits at his computer. Has like a community of friends that just do like really vulgar stuff. Yeah. Um, and you're just sort of like, well, obviously you're not having any sex. You don't leave your house. Yeah. So it's like, but, but I don't mean to say like, you're not socially awkward. You don't have any mental issues, right. but it's like you, because in the, in the episode of it, um, the girl who went over and interviewed him was like, we're going to come over, just be yourself. Like, it's not a big deal. And, what, and so he la- starts laughing at, oh, just be yourself. And like, this is what Chad does. Like, oh, Chad gets gets all this money, gets these girls. And he's like, how'd you do? He's like, I'm just being myself. And it's just like, oh, that's that easy. And it's just sort of like, dude, you got to calm down. Like people will like you yeah. if you can just chill out and mellow out a little bit. Well, I mean, I think there definitely is some kind of mental issue there, right? So right. it has to be. Um, I think some serious therapy could go a long way uh, for a lot of these people. Yeah. Uh, I think it go on for, for most people. Not just in this community, I think in, in general. But um, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like I'm trying to think. Okay, what's the what's the like what's the, the way to help fix this? You know. Well, so something that that they talk about a lot in their communities are are the is like the feminist movement, and basically that's I think they blame some of the the feminist movement for the situation that they're in. Okay. And I think that that's just so fucking backwards. I mean, it's just um, so so. You go back to like the 1940s, or you go back to the 1950s, and these women are just. You feel like you you possess this woman, and and you're having sex that way. It's yeah, just I don't know. Crazy. I mean, maybe they don't even think of it like that. Maybe they just it's something else to kind of latch onto and say this is the reason why life is figuring out for some me. excuse. Right, like shit sucks for me here's a good one I can just cling on to mm-hmm. um, instead of really, it seems like they don't even, uh, wouldn't even be open to help because it's like you said, it's like, oh yeah, uh, just be myself. Like they would just be like, oh yeah, it's easy for you. You right. don't know what I'm going through type thing. Right. Like, well, no, you're right. But I, it's not going to get better this way. Exactly. Um, exactly. I mean, suicide is a big part of this um yeah, community, and it's—I mean, it's so sad. Yeah, because you don't know how to break through, but right. you, but I do feel like it's a self-perpetuating um, yeah, community. I mean, it seems, like they. Seems that way. But the 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 last question I pretty much have on this is, I've read several articles about like masculinity and and where that's heading, especially now, mm-hmm. um, and it does bring up the question how do you be a how do you how do you have some of the attributes of of an old male like a like a a more a strong man yeah without having some of the elements of like i'm going to use the word anger but that's not necessarily the right word just more like um intensity uh 
aggressiveness and cockiness to maybe a degree, arrogance. Right. Like these are some elements of masculinity that I think can be good. Because right. I, I don't know how you – just having a belief in yourself and right. going out there and doing something takes some arrogance, some cockiness, yeah, or sure. some, some moxie. Right. And so how does that, how do you balance that out with like, I don't, I'm not going to be a fucking incel. Like, but like at the same time, I don't want to go out there and make somebody feel like, like, like one of their words that, that they use is, um, mogging. You're, I got, I got mogged. And that means I was, you're undermined by, by somebody who, who is just more attractive, uh, just seemingly more attractive. Okay. So it's like, if you this seems like something that somebody else can't control at all. Right. So, I, or looks maxing, an attempt to enhance one's appearance by going to the gym, wearing makeup, plastic surgery, et cetera. But it's like, well, man, maybe you should go to the gym. Maybe you should go like run yeah. a little bit. Maybe that'll help change your whole outlook on life. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's bizarre. It's, um, it's definitely a difficult way to go through life. I would imagine. Um, and it's produced some pretty, sad shit for sure yeah uh i don't know it's weird i i uh, it's this is the first like conversation and the on the show that like i've been a little bit like uh i don't even want to touch this you know <laughs> um that's good that you brought it up it's just kind of this one this is more of one that i've always sort of kept my eye on because i haven't wrapped my head around it yet well i, I well i don't think i, you, I don't you think can. it's something you can wrap your head around it's because you know from your your point of view, you can see the, the problem and it's right. 180 degrees different than what they see the problem as. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. For sure. Weird. Incels. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, I do. Uh, one thing I do think is funny is that, uh, they, you know, they use the, the term Chad for somebody who is having sex basically. Yeah. And then that just got completely appropriated by the meme culture out there. Right, right, right. <laughs> so now Chad is just a bro, like a no, douchebag. Chad's, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, the, the term Chad kind of started from that. It started um, it, it started in Chicago yeah. to just mean some like a, a, a well-to-do white guy, right. decent looks, who's gets like a, a new car on his 16th birthday, comes in, goes to college, joins a fraternity, yeah. goes to business school, gets a job, moves back to the suburbs. And it's like, and I know a lot of those people. Yeah. But uh um I do. But at the same time I think there's this this what what's happening so much now, I feel, is that we get told these statistics at a macro level, or excuse mm -hmm. me, a, yeah, macro level where we're just looking at these huge statistics. Yeah. And then trying to decide how you're supposed to act on an individual basis. Right. When it's like well, I, you can't control your life or do th or make decisions based upon the statistic at a at a national scale, mm -hmm. you know. And so, I, I think it, it sort of just makes people feel worse about their own issues or their, or their own uh, decisions because it's like, oh, well, that's happening nationally at this rate. It's like, well, that was the, the best decision I could have made. So, yeah, hate me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. That was a good, good conversation. I think. It's, it's definitely an interesting topic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I have to look more into it. If I ever feel way too happy, I'll go and look up incels. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, one more point. The uh, opposite of a Chad is a Becky. Or That's a the opposite Stacey. or is that the female version? The female okay. version. Gotcha. Is a Becky or a Stacy? I don't know why. Those are three names of people <laughs> that I would never be interested in hanging out with. <laughs> other than Chad Dankworth. I love, I love, yeah. But... <laughs>
a Becky? A Becky? Well, I don't hear Becky, and I just like think sex. Stacy? Yeah. No, no. Just oh, don't say that name again. <laughs> Stacy and Becky. Oh god. All Michael, right. Just be yourself. I'm gonna try and be myself. Be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I won't blame anybody but myself for not having sex. <laughs> it's your own dang fault. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, cool. Anything else? That's it. Great. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you learned something. Be nice to one another. Treat everybody with kindness. Uh, we will be back next week for episode 14. And have a great weekend. Cheers. See you later.